Welcome back, friends, to the podcast known as Behind the Badge here at the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. My name is Todd Baxter. I'm the sheriff of the fine county of Monroe in uh, the city of Rochester. And uh, the objective behind this podcast is just share who's behind the badge, who uh, lives in the uniform and works for us, but other people that support us. And uh, we have a classmate of mine from 1987. How are you, Deputy Rush? Good. How are you doing? Good. Sir? Welcome. Thank you. And uh, I should have probably started out with my guest co-host, Sergeant Mike Zamara. Morning, Sheriff. Thanks Morning. for having me. I like how you lean into the mic. That was good. Very professional. Yes, sir. That's awesome. You just found out 30 seconds ago you're a guest host? Yeah, I did. It was uh, it was a nice break from the action up here uh, in the Sheriff's Administration. I'm happy to uh, join you to uh, sit with Deputy Resch this morning. Notice how he just pivoted off the whole, I kidnapped him out there in the hall, <laughs> dragged him in and said, I need a co-host. Tiz yep. fell out sick. I think that's what excuse he's using, but... Uh, We'll, we'll talk about that later. He's a Steeler fan, so we get a lot of. Oh, okay. Today's uh, goal is to talk about the part-time deputy. We're unique in the sheriff's office. Uh, over a thousand, well, twelve hundred employees in total. But on the road patrol, we have the road patrol deputies, trained police officers, covering calls for service, doing homicide investigations, doing all. And then we have part-time deputies. What a great asset! What a, what an amazing thing that every police department should have access to. And we want to share why it's so important today. Uh, so we brought one of our most senior members of the sheriff's office because we went through the academy together yep. back in 1987 but also you came back you retired from the road patrol came back as a part-time deputy and, and doing that work for us so how about just first a little bit about yourself joe and, and where you come from what makes you tick what do you like to do off duty behind the badge well i uh grew up in spencerport graduated uh, spencerport high school in 78 uh, a couple weeks later went to paris island in the marine corps Hoorah. and uh, came back and uh Went to MCC for two years. Actually worked at Dunkin' Donuts as a donut baker while I was really? going to. Yes. Where did they make the donuts? <laughs> well, <laughs> out, well, at that time, each individual shop well, they do. had their own they baker. Yeah. Yeah. They don't now, do that anymore. They don't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah. And so uh, got married at the age of uh, 22. Mm -hmm. Had my first child at 23. There you go. And then uh, went to different jobs. I worked for Palmer's for a while. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Kip Palmer. We, yeah. love, we love yeah. Mr. Palmer. He's a great guy. His yeah. father was equally great, uh, Bud, yeah. Bud Palmer. I worked there, worked at uh, RIT Campus Safety. Mm. And the nice thing about RIT Campus Safety before I came to the sheriff's office was Dick Sterling. I don't know if you remember Dick I don't, Sterling. No. He was a sergeant RPD in charge of the uh, traffic unit, I believe. Okay. And he brought all the reports from RPD. Well, the crime reports, accident reports, FTO program, really? everything from RPD. Right. And, of course, the sheriff's office at the time was using the same format. And so I was very familiar when I got hired by the sheriff's office of uh, not only the FTO program, Man. but all the report writing and all the reports. I thought in the academy was just smarter than everybody else. <laughs> I didn't know you had to leg up. I didn't, I didn't know up. that. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. did I sit closer to you in the academy and look <laughs> peer over the shoulder? <laughs> Error. Get to know your people. Yes. <laughs> That's a so at any rate, it took all the time. I always wanted to be a cop. Took all the tests, uh, RPD, you know. Back then, RPD and the towns, were, I think, were combined. Mm -hmm. The sheriff was separate. And uh, finally got hired by the sheriff's department. And, and we win. We win mm -hmm. when I win. Uh, I know you're just a great human being, a good father, and, and, and always giving back to the community. One of the jobs you did as a full-time road patrol deputy was that community engagement, that, that community service type thing, and we got some pictures mm -hmm. of you rolling through. You're just natural with the community. It's it's not a thing. It's you know, Community policing was never something we had to teach you, I think. It's something you just naturally did. Yeah, it was uh, it's, It was a lot of fun, you know, uh, dealing with the uh, the good side of the public, you might right. say, yeah. for, for a while. Right. 
But also, one of the challenges I had, actually, when I first became, uh, it was called CPO back then, crime prevention, now it's community engagement, was a lot of the programs that we did. I was not a public speaker. I never had any okay. uh, experience, I guess, in public speaking. And we had a number of programs, we still do, and which require you to go out into public and do some public speaking. So that was a challenge, but it became uh, very fun after a while. And after experience, of course, it becomes pretty easy. Easier, yeah, easier. So I, I still get nervous. It's amazing. Yeah. No, I didn't, one of the things I, I came to know Deputy Rush some years ago, uh, dealing with some folks in the jail and some folks that had some challenges um, uh, in, in various forms, but uh, there's an individual we were dealing with, with in there who uh, we were having an issue getting him. I think he had to turn a, turn a vehicle over to some family members, and we could not get him to do this. And uh, somebody said, hey, call Joe Rush. He knows him from the road. And uh, I put him on the phone with Joe Rush, and within about 10 seconds, uh, the mission was the accomplished. Was accomplished huh? Just because of the relationships that, yeah. that, that Joe had with him and, and find out a little bit more and, and, and drill down a little bit more just asking Joe about it. Joe had been taking this, care of this guy out in the community who, who had some, some, like I said, challenges before for, for years. And if Joe hadn't been there taking care of Anthony, uh, who knows how it would have turned out. But, um, you know, Joe was that constant figure in his life. So he was doing the CPO thing, uh, but on the side, too, he was out there taking care of people in the community, and, and really nobody knew about it. And it was one of the things that, uh, that stood out to me from, from that crime prevention well, thank side. Thank you. And that's, that's behind the badge right there. I mean, the people do not realize. They see it on TV or they see a sensational arrest or something in the news locally. Uh, these are servants. These are, these are good human beings wearing this uniform. They're, and they're, even people that we're dealing with putting handcuffs on and incarcerating them in Monroe County Jail. We're still working together to help that person or help that family out. They're going through hell. Uh, do your crime, you got to do your time. I have no problem with that. I say it all the time. But uh, they're also human beings, and there's other people and stakeholders right. in their lives. And, you know, how do you work with them? Yeah, that's good. Well, that's, that's, that's a good trait of you as a, as a person. I wish I would have known you had all that training uh, prior to the academy. I would have stole that. We're here to talk about the part-time academy, or part-time academy, uh, and also recruit for part-time. But uh, what does a part-time deputy do? So you, you left full-time you retired we recruited you back you know well uh, you, my, you sat out in your driveway one too many times when you driving by i think and <laughs> so uh you know how do you what's a part-time deputy in the sheriff's office what's well the general it, it's very office? similar depending on your assignment of course mm -hmm. but it's very similar to full-time with limited hours i uh was assigned to the airport security unit when i first came back and mm -hmm. i was there for about two and a half years and very much like full-time and of course, you're working with alongside the full time, but you're doing uh, traffic enforcement. You're taking accident reports. You're doing uh, uh, penal law enforcement. We've mm -hmm. made several arrests over there, and once in a while, you have a problem on an airplane, and and sometimes it leads to an arrest, depending on what took place. We had a few of those, mm -hmm. and then of course you also have the restriction over there of you know a lot of federal regulations that you have to watch out for, and there's certain things that you have to do at certain times to fulfill those federal regulations in addition to the regular patrol. And so uh, it was very much like full-time, really. It's not yeah. much difference. And uh, again, like limited, limited hours, limited resources with regard to, you're not gonna be, of course, assigned to a special unit as right. a part-timer. But it's pretty much the same thing. We have to maintain our standards just like a full-timer. Yeah, same training, uh, same amount of field training, academy training, state, state certification, same amount of in-service, continuous training, uh, just working limited hours. Yeah. Much, yeah, and what that gives for management. I mean, uh, no offense to my my union brethren uh, that are going to you know, but you're, you're a lot cheaper and for the taxpayer. You're a lot cheaper. So, sure. we're, in particular, you're you know, we're already 
paying your retirement. You, we don't need to pay into your uh, retirement system and things like that. And we can get hours out of you, man hours, if you will, to fill functions. And sometimes there's functions that the, a road patrol, a full-time road patrol can't do or doesn't want to do. And you guys step in and, and fill that gap. Like park patrol. I mean, we don't need full-time people. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Rochester, New York, the weather's kind of crappy sometimes, right? And so we don't need a parks patrol as, as, as prolific as in December as we do in July. You know, so that's where you guys muster up and, and, and get that additional manpower for the Parks Patrol, as an example. Uh, and you're visible, you know, in the community. Um, my current assignment is, is a community engagement part-time at Seazone. And I'm able to do things that, as a full-time, when I was full-time, you weren't able to do. You just didn't have the time. Right. You're running usually from call to call, depending on what uh, platoon you're working. And with, uh, with a part-time position, you have that time to actually do a traffic enforcement in an area that's having problems or you have that time to go through neighborhoods that don't really see a sheriff's deputy that often. And some of the outlying areas, you know, they never, unless there's a problem there, they usually don't see a sheriff's car, but now we can get into those areas and show our colors, right. so to speak. Yeah, so they're taxpayers, so they, they appreciate seeing you. Sorry, sir. Yeah. No, so that's something that's kind of neat, and I think it's something we sort of created uh, not too long ago. Um, we were using a title, I think we are calling them uh, cul-de-sac cops for a little while, but it's, it's kind of a neat concept where you know, we're taking you essentially offline from taking jobs for service and things like that, and we're, we're putting you into communities and asking you, hey, get to know these these residents and, and get to know the community groups uh, so you don't have to worry about jumping back in the car and, and, and going and taking a, a domestic yeah, correct, that's correct. up the street. Yeah, um, you, can, you can spend the time with people that have a problem and really get to the, to the bottom of what, the, what their problem is, yeah, so right. for sure. Yeah, and of course, and when that bell rings for, for an, an absolute emergency, you know, everybody's coming. But in the meantime, when you just have the day-to-day -day operations, you can spend that time with the community time. members who, who want to see you there the most. Right. This is you doing one of your community presentations right here. And, and people just die for information. You know, they're getting information about law enforcement from different sources whether it's our social media or it's news programs or, unfortunately, a lot Hollywood, right? And, and mm. you get a false pretense of what we do or what we can and cannot do. But, right. You know, you've done a ton of these. You, you, you talked about not being a, a public speaker initially, but you've obviously turned into one that you're comfortable, obviously, in yeah, this, this video. Yeah, this was the uh, Senior uh, Citizen Police Academy. Oh, for Chile? For Chile. Yeah, great group. And uh, <laughs> there was a the special teams uh, day. Okay. And uh, they love it. And by the way, I was not the one that created that. Uh, oh, really? Were, yeah, I did oh. not create that. That program was longstanding before I became uh, a, a full-time oh, CPO. Oh, really? Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, still, it's nice. It's a great program. So we just brought back, for folks that don't know, the Senior Police Academy. We've done police, you know, civilian police academies, done uh, pets, uh, academies for pastors. We've done a lot of the senior. And they, we just had a graduation the other day. That's why I'm kind of laughing because this is a hard-charging, hardcore group right here. <laughs> it was. It they're was a ready, fun group. They want to be deputized. They're wondering when they're getting their badges. You know, they're ready to go to work. Yeah. I thought I heard you offer that to one or two sheriffs. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I offered them the shooting simulator. Come on up and do the shooting simulator. Which, yeah, I think they're planning on having that done. No, we're going to have yeah. a good time. We had some pastors, you know, not too long ago up here to do the shooting simulator. It's a judgmental shooting you know, shoot, don't shoot, but also cognitive decision under stress and mm -hmm. verbal commands and verbal skills, teamwork. It's, it's a great simulator, 270 degrees, multiple stimuli coming at you. Uh, we brought a bunch of pastors up here. Uh, they do it. Uh, I couldn't get them out of the building. I literally could. I, they were nervous. Yeah. They didn't want to yeah. do it. I begged them to come up. Mm -hmm. 11, oh, I think it was 11 o'clock p.m. They're still here. Like, like all right, guys, we got to go. <laughs> yeah, and in years past, we uh, when prison was running, yeah. the academy, yeah. we were using that before we had this program. 
and uh, the seniors would uh, would shoot on that program, and they were they're pretty good. You guys shoot back at them. That one you said those little paintball marbles. Of yeah, they never. In the knee. We didn't do it for them, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, most of the time, that that part of that program uh, was malfunctioning a lot of times, so yeah. we didn't use it too much. Yeah, and simulator now is just incredible. It's mm-hmm. a game changer. So just getting into a little bit more about uh, some of the part-time patrol functions. I know we've got um, the position you're doing. I think we're calling the community engagement, community engagement. part-time you're doing. Uh, we've got folks out at the airport doing doing enforcement roles out there. Uh, the sheriff mentioned some parks deputies earlier, but uh, what are some of the other functions? I know we've got some guys out on boats. Um, yep, the Marine unit uh, mounted you know, the horses. Uh, at one time, I believe both of those units had full-time contingent. Now that's all, all part-time, except for uh, supervision is full-time. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't speak too much to those two uh, groups because I haven't been part of either one of them. But, um, you know, they were, you know, the, the, the uh, mounted unit is primarily patrols the parks and uh, parking lots of shopping places and so forth. And so it's very, vis- they're very visible with that. And the Marine unit um, enforces uh, the laws on the lake and uh, the waterways in Monroe County. Yeah, so I think the picture, you know, at least I'm trying to paint you know, of, of what part-time patrol deputies do here is it almost seems like there's a little bit of something for everybody based on what your experience in life is. So if I'm the 35-year-old guy who's got a little bit of spare time, or I'm a, I'm a 40-year-old guy, I'm a 22-year-old guy, it doesn't matter, or gal, by the way, um, and I just, I'm looking for an opportunity to serve my community. I've still got my 9-to-5 job. You know, I, I can, with a little bit of effort, go through a police academy uh, during the nights and on the weekends and feasibly uh, be taking jobs for service in, in Menden Ponds Park next year at this time. Um, or, you know, if, I, if I've got some background and I'm a horseman, uh, you know, it's feasible to you know, indicate that and, and maybe I'm riding a horse patrol in Pittsburgh Plaza at some point next year. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, one of the best things about the part-time police officer position, if you will, the deputy sheriff, is they don't go through a civil service process. They, we're able to hire them off our own testing uh, or take laterals like yourself. We'd consider you a lateral because you're a certified police officer. But uh, these, this is a, a great opportunity for people that want to get into law enforcement, just can't get through that door of civil service. And, and we know civil service is a broken system. It doesn't equate to mm-hmm. good police officers by any means. If you score 100 on a test or 85 on a test, it, but it's a key to a door that a lot of people can't get through. And it's, again, it's no indicator how good of a cop you're going to be. So this gives us an opportunity to give a, a field test to a few people, take our test, get state certified as a New York State police officer, deputy sheriff, do the part-time, and man, does that really make you more recruitable to every other police agency. Right. If you do pop on one of those tests high enough, you're going to get stuff. And, and we know that. When we do a part-time academy, we just started a part-time academy, first one in decades, uh, because we know there's young people out there. We also know there's professionals out there that just want to, like the sergeant mm-hmm. saying, like a volunteer firefighter, right? Just give back that extra time. They got a few, maybe they're, they're empty nesters, right? Or they just want to, what a great opportunity to become a police officer and not have to go through that whole civil service plus the full-time, full-time academy. academy. Uh, but and it's I, a great stepping stone. And I believe there's no age restriction either, no, right? And look at our command staff, right? You look at the command staff of the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. So many of these people were part-time deputies at one time. That's how they got their foot in the door. And now they're a command level of a 1,200-person organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's a, that's that's the opportunity. So this is a recruitment pitch. I'm giving it to you right now. If you're a young person, never been thinking about law enforcement, this is a stepping stone job. Look for that next part-time academy. The, the application's coming up really quick uh, to sign up for that test, and it's not the New York State Civil Service test, which, again, is absolutely broken. 
Uh, and also, if you're a professional and just looking for something different to do, and the answer why I pivoted off that, it's my word of the day, by the way, because I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. Is there an age restriction? I know for a road full-time, you got to be 35. You can get three years 35. back of duty up to I, 38. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe there's no age restriction. So these technical guys behind us are going to put that on the B-roll right here at this point. You'll see it right there. I'm pointing to it. Uh, I don't have the age restriction for the part-time deputy. I like, okay. Good question. Stump me, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so a Spenceport guy, Ranger, Spenceport. huh? Spenceport yes, Ranger yes, good. Yeah. And what did you do in the Marine Corps? I was uh, in basic intel man. Uh, so I was assigned, uh, it, was in, it was in reserves. Mm -hmm. And so I was assigned to the 8th Tank Battalion over here in Chile. Oh, yeah. Ball Road. Company, Ball Road. Yep. And they didn't have really a fit for my MOS. So... I ended up doing, I was supposed to be a map reader because back then there's no GPS, right? Yeah, yeah, so I was supposed yeah. to be a map reader. And so they had me doing background investigations for security clearances. Mm. So I would come here to the sheriff's office with the paperwork really? for background see, investigations see. And, and so forth. And so I was involved with that for most of uh, the time I was in the reserve. How long did you spend in? Six years. Oh, thanks for your service. Yeah. And they, oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, back then, uh, of course, Marine Corps was hot and heavy for training and for desert warfare. Right. They knew what was coming. Yep. What and, years uh, were the, what years were you? Uh, seventy eight to eighty. Well, whatever. Sixty <laughs> six years. Four. Uh, Spenceport. Spenceport. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> My right. son went to Spenceport. I can't. I can't say that. I also went to Spenceport, although I, I think I graduated about 23 years after you, sir. Wow. But okay, yeah. I, it was somebody with your last name in my class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got those. Gene, your grandfather. Was it maybe Gene? <laughs> Could have been, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Really? Yeah. 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 You had to throw the jab out there. <laughs> you caught that. You huh? see those service stripes? <laughs> <laughs> Seniority and lack of hair, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 1987. So many great people. At that. Perfect timing. This is our recruit class. Yep. Uh, we spent an hour trying to find Todd in there earlier, <laughs> Sheriff Baxter. Right. Uh, where are you? I'm right below you. Yeah, there you go. Nice mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Perez, good friend of ours, just amazing. Mm -hmm. Officer Lockhart, Lloyd Kyler, uh, several chiefs in here. Turned out to be chiefs of Rochester Police Chief, Department. It's yeah. an amazing picture. 1987. Yeah. Look at the revolvers. We used to carry revolvers back then. Yes, sir. 38 caliber. Brighton came in with their 357s. Remember those things? Yeah, we had 357s. Oh, you did? Yeah. Sheriff's did. Sheriff's They were like flamethrowers. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. You'd be on the, on the range next to them when you let them shoot. Ping, 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 I missed ping, the revolvers, ping, actually. They're good guns. Good guns. So yeah. I I don't know if you guys is in the sheriff's office. I was with, with the Rochester Police Department back then. We were able to buy ours. I don't know if you were able to buy yours. We were, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, so yeah. it's home. And my wife is... That's her favorite gun to shoot, that 38 revolver. It's yeah. got such a smooth trigger pull, long action on the trigger pull, mm -hmm. wood grips on it. Mm -hmm. I want to put some ivy grips on it, but that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, a lot of, lot of, option. Lot of characters in that, that picture. It was yeah, a big class. It was a big class. And, so, uh, Jerry Lanther, the Jerry head Lanther, class yeah. counselor. Yeah. He's going through some uh, medical stuff right now, and he's, uh, a, he's a pit bull, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, will, yeah. he'll fight right through everything. It was a good class, yeah. for sure. Yeah, good class counselors. One turned out to be a chief of police, Rochester right. Police Department. Right. One of our class counselors. That's pretty cool. Small world. So what's next for the uh, part-time deputy rush? This community engagement oh. officer called the uh, called the set cop as, as you I coined it, right? And, but we're really, that's the whole idea. Get these get the people like the Joe Rushes back in the communities that won't see us unless there's a 911 call. And let them feel important. Let them feel that mm -hmm. you're out there, you care about them. Let them see the colors, as you said. Uh, you know, they pay taxes to have that patrol car going on. Yep. And most police officers full-time are just, you know, sometimes call the call the call, and they can't give that TLC, that tender love and care to a community. Yeah. 
And so I'll just continue the community engagement Thank you. out there in C-Zone and uh, see how it goes. That's awesome. What else you got, Sarge? Anything? Wrap it up with a bow. Wrap why should why should this guy he's got a line for everything. who's got a new family and he's got a, a great career, why should he come and consider being a part-time deputy or she for the Monroe County Sheriff's Office? Well, it's a great opportunity to, to help your community, to help people. Yeah, you get the uh, added uh, certification. certification, I'm sorry, yeah, which is, uh, which is nice. And it's a good pay for part-time. It's a really good pay for a part-time job, and it's hard to find that uh, high-paying part-time. Yeah, and it didn't, it didn't used to be, and, and that's since changed. It is a good-paying job, mm-hmm. uh, and, and more than that, it's, it's service to community and the, and the opportunity to maybe not be hopping job-to-job, job, but if, mm-hmm. if chatting up. Uh, citizens and, and helping people is, is up your up your alley. Um, you know, it's a job for you. You do have a. It's a lot of work for helping people for sure. There's a lot of opportunity to be able to to help people, and if that's what you enjoy doing, then for sure it's a good job. It's uh, you know our job function: help the vulnerable, right? And protect the vulnerable. It's really our job function. Yeah. Just another tool in the toolbox. We're blessed with so many tools in the Rock County Sheriff's Office. You know, very diverse group. When I see jail working with deputy on the road. To help that guy and that family out, uh, that's what it's all about. You know? Public servant, you're a public servant. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And I hope people, behind the badge, one of my other objectives of this podcast, is this is the characters in these suits are just stunning human beings, right? And I'm going to point at you right now because you're our guest, but you know, every time we do one of these interviews, I learn something new that I didn't know about one of our co-employees, right? That one of the people that work with us that just is giving back to the community and volunteered somewhere, served in the Marine Corps, did something they're at the volunteer ambulance, whatever. Uh, they're coaching their kids' soccer team. It's, it doesn't matter. These are just right. servants by heart. And uh, that's what the public needs to clearly understand is the character of the police def- police officer and sheriff deputy in Monroe County is utterly incredible. Perfect? Hell no. Well, me, yeah. no. Not, not a million years. I don't even cl- come close to profess on perfect, right? But professional, well-trained, well-disciplined, with a servant heart. That's all we can ask yeah. for. And, you know, you have a lot of uh, part-timers from the various agencies and a lot of them were <laughs> command officers right. in their in their respective agencies Great you know got a lot of rpd and we got grease and troopers and a former obviously yeah. uh, uh i think brockport now gates so we got a lot of people from various agencies um that are working part-time now for the sheriff's office yeah the characters incredible some all these different police farms nine different police farms come back to work for the sheriff's office because we have this part-time position right available because they don't want to give up they don't want to hang up the spurs 100 percent, right they, right they're, they're done with their full-time job they want to spend some more time with the grandkids or whatever but they love that uniform they love that service they come back sometimes a year later i'm surprised the names they show up on my desk saying i just want to mm-hmm. come back and serve i want to put that uniform on it's addictive to go out there and help other people and be part of a team that you can't get anywhere else in our community. Right, right. It's addictive, and they come back. And, and you know, I don't know if I'm going to mention any names about some of these characters that have come back, but... Chief Long. Know, uh, say it again? Chief Long. Uh, Duffy, I was thinking of Duffy. Oh, but, Lance uh, Duffy, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of a character by the name of Duffy that <laughs> most of the community probably knows from Gates. Sure. Uh, but that's good. When we can bring those guys into our organization, that experience... A lot, of, a lot of experience. Yeah. And a lot of them were associated with special teams when they, when you were full-time yeah. also. So, yeah, a lot of good experience. Yeah. The Marine unit, incredible. I know uh, we, we probably haven't done an update with the Marine unit in a long time, but, man, when, again, uh, if you're out on a boat and on the Genesee River, Soda, or not Soda Bay, uh, Aranaquite Bay, out in that lake, you know, and you're adrift, your, your motor's gone out, uh, these guys, to have those boats with that skill level to go out there and grab you, 
uh, let alone doing enforcement so everybody's safe. We get, unfortunately, some accidents once in a while with intoxication drivers on boats. So they're out there trying to prevent that, uh, doing safety inspections. Just an incredible asset that's part-time deputies. Right. You know, things like that. Well, we finished up the uh, podcast with uh, a thing called No Miranda Zone. Mm -hmm. No Miranda Zone means you have to answer my questions because <laughs> Miranda says you don't have to. You have a right to remain silent. Well, here you go because you still work for me. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we'll, we'll just throw a little banter out there. And, you know, my first uh, question is going to be for you. What's your favorite TV program? Hmm. Well, you're going to be surprised by this. Uh-oh. I don't have a TV in my house. I love him. I absolutely love him. <laughs> And I, and I grew up in a family that uh, my father Good was a strict disciplinarian, and if you if he came home and you were watching TV, mm -hmm. you were in trouble. But my father used to feel the TV when I got home. That was his <laughs> trick. He could feel it. And if it was hot back in the day, Same. we'd be in trouble. But a few programs back in the day when I was a kid that drew my attention was Emergency oh, and yeah. Adam 12. Imagine that. <laughs> right up your wheel. And he wanted to be a cop. Imagine that. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll throw one at you because I know you have you have one of these. You don't have a TV. Favorite type of dog? Uh, Doberman. Thank you. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many I'm running my second, today. My second dog. dog. Yeah, yeah. beautiful dogs. I had one growing up and just don't see a lot of dobes running around. No, not anymore. The deputy has a Doberman. Yeah. You got any Miranda questions for him? You make a terrible investigator here. I uh, never was a good one, sir. <laughs> no, just thank you for for thank you not only doing the podcast for but for what you do out in the community. Um, there's no way we could articulate it in a 20 minute podcast episode, but yeah. uh, people have no idea how how engaged and how compassionate you are with uh, with the community you serve. So just thank you. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, and we have recruitment coming up for part time deputies. It's a test that we administer here at the sheriff's office, and then you go through a, a part-time academy mm -hmm. uh, and field training, and you, you leave at the other end that long process because it's, it's, it's much slower because we spread it out over several days as opposed to five days a week. Uh, but you end up being a certified police officer. So if you're yeah. a former police officer want to come back, you don't have to go through the academy if your certification is most recent. But if you're a young person or a person that's a professional and been looking to do something different and get that opportunity, this is it right here part-time. We're hiring. Uh, so I'll throw that out there, and that information will be up on our screen, mm -hmm. too, of uh, who to call and how to get a hold of us for recruitment. But great example of who we are as, as a, a sheriff's office. Really appreciate you coming back. Thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Until next week, you. folks, be safe.